For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. This is your boy, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I'm trying to find my voice right now. Who's supposed to be calling in the show? I'm going to hit them up real quick, you know, because uh, we're going to talk about some real issues out here uh, in this community that we be having amongst ourselves and others that's around us. Um. Let me see what's up with my boy. See if he's going to call in. I'm making a call right now. Sorry that I'm tardy with my show. But uh, I was in traffic today. You know, it's been hot. Hello? Hey, you going to call in? Yeah, I'm calling now. All right. All right. Um, yeah, my boy Joe Nada going to call in. I'm trying to see if my boy Carl going to call in. You know, he's going to speak about different issues, you know, that we all deal with. Some of us don't even know that we have the issues. Are we not owning up to the issues that come in hand on a day-to-day basis as far as our issues and our problems with ourselves? Um, a lot of times we get caught up with our own lie about ourselves. I mean, I lie about my lie to myself all the time. You know, it's always good to be honest with yourself, but at the same time, um, you have to adjust your mind and your and your and your body and your soul and your spirit and put it all together. Because uh, when you're all alone, nobody to talk to, nobody's listening, nobody care. I mean, what do you do? Really, what do you do? to uh, fulfill that sadness or that hopelessness that that occurs in your life that you're trying to um, keep control over. It's hard. I, get, I mean, my guess is on right now. Let me see. Oh, shoot. What doesn't happen? I'm just having a difficult time today. Just have a difficult time. Let's see. Let's see if I can bring it back down. Let me uh see what I got right here. Okay, here we go. Come on. Yeah, I got a slow night tonight, y'all. So uh just bear with a brother. Here it is right here. Let me see. Yo, yo, what's up, Joe? The West is one. Oh. It's me, that's you? Yeah. Hey, what's your hear- speaker? Uh, let me see. I have I my headphones you. on. Yeah, I can hear, but it's a little buzz. Okay, let it's me see. Buzz. How about now? Oh, I don't hear it now. The buzz is gone. 
Okay, maybe it was the uh, the headphones. Yeah, I'm trying to find my boy, but I want him to come on because he has some interesting uh, issues with himself. You know, uh, his wife suffers with, like, high-level post-traumatic stress, and, and he hey, he's married to this lady, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, all respect to the brother, but, man, that's work in progress. That's a lot of work that you want to deal with because uh, you've been blamed for stuff. You've been really cute. You've been, man, you've been sorted out. So, uh, Joe Knowledge, what do you think about, what, what What do you think people need to do when they're in their own state of mind all along by themselves, nobody to call, nobody to turn to, and it's just like, how do you, how do you help yourself? That's you. How do you help yourself from your point of view? How do you help yourself up under stress? Well, um, I'm like one of many millions of people in the world who feel like they really have nobody to talk to and go to and open up about their true feelings because most of the people around us have a condescending way of looking at things and, you know, want to look down on you or whoop, 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 and not really give you a, a, a real answer to your situation. The most, what I always say is the only thing wrong with the world is the way people look at it. Sometimes you can't change the situation, but you can definitely change the way you look at it. Um, I deal with a lot of stress uh, myself with a lot of things that are going around me with, you know, me being so different with all my knowledge and, you know, how people are, oh, he missed to know it all and this and that. And it's been things that have happened, and I get into a depression uh, like like a normal human being. We all... Uh, go through it. But at the same time, my depression, I say the longest I've ever been depressed was probably 30 minutes because I have to get away from people and go into myself and speak to my ancestors. I speak to my loved ones for answers and courage and hope and, 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 and guidance. Um, these prayers to my ancestors don't mean ancient people. It means anybody who moved on today, yesterday, or back in the day. You can't kill a spirit. You gain more spiritual power. Somebody else to look out for you, keep you safe, open up doors, uh, whisper to you. Not all the voices in your head is yours. You know how you know uh, 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 that somebody's speaking to you? Because everything they say always is 150% correct. They'll say, hey, always walk on that side of the street. And that's the reason why they whisper and tell you that, because there's some danger on that side of the street uh, coming your way, whether you realize it or not. I mean, it was something as simple as I was pulling to a gas station. It was like but the voice said, hey, pull into your normal spot. Don't pull in over there because you're going to waste your time. I'm like, huh? I'm like, I'm just going right here to run in, run in and grab something. And, I, I, and I'm like, and I defied the voice, and I pulled in anyway. And right after I got out the car, somebody uh, uh, came out the uh, uh, gas station with a gas can in his hand and said, hey, man, that pump don't work. You got to go to the other pump. And they pointed to the pump that I usually pull up at, and I had to pull up over there. So I, 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 I've had dangerous situations and, that I missed because of it. You know, it was speaking to me. I can go on and on about the different situations. But, but you know, and, you know and that's the thing. Those are things. That's the thing. People want to, I got, people want to hear those type of things because right now, as I was speaking, there's a lot of people out there that hears the signs and know the signs, but they don't react to it. They don't right. think what's been told to them is true or it works for them. You know, basically, basically what I'm trying to say is you're never alone. See, see, while we thinking we're alone and there's nobody to talk to, but guess what? We're never alone. As long as you know they're there, they're there. 
It's like knowing a Tracy Media family where they cook, sing, dance, play an instrument. It's something you like to do. It empowers you. But see, that's the thing. You focus on the good traits, not the bad. Because when you focus on the good traits, it empowers you. Focus on the bad traits of the family, it depowers you. But even if it's great great grandma or great great grandpa who moved on or whatever, and it's and 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 used to do that just like them, not only are you calling their name, but you bringing their energy near. But they also give you the power to be better at it. And see, when I do, when I go in and I talk to my ancestors and say, "Look, man." Help me, you know, woo woo, and all the pressure is released, and then I go about my day trying to figure out how I'm gonna solve the situation. That's why I tell people nothing bad ever happened in your life. The only thing bad happens when you look, turned around and looked back and said it was bad. That was your choice. I understand certain situ- some situations are more challenging than others, but that's life. You learn through it. You you made it through. You here. You got all your toes, finger, eyes, and you walking around. I say high five. Uh, you have a testimony now. You, matter of fact, you're not going to make the same mistake eventually. You're going to learn from your mistake, and you have a testimony to help somebody so they don't make the same mistake. Like I say, sometimes you can't change the situation, but you definitely can change the way you look at it. We used to fight over mama jokes in elementary and junior high. We had mama jokes. It was the same situation. We changed the way we looked at it. Our reality is based on our thinking reality. If we think this is our reality, then that's what it is. I can go around amongst different people and act a different way and get treated a different way in each situation because I project what I feel in my head and this is what it is and that's what it be. And then people accept you for who you are. That's why sometimes getting out of your circle, which they call the comfort zone, it helps to get out your circle and go to other circles and let people see you for who you are now and not who, who, who they think you was back then. Um, you get a whole different concept. Um, when you realize you never lose nobody because uh, you can't kill a spirit, you actually gain more spiritual power, somebody else to call on for their strength and courage that they know for, this kind of gives me hope. You know, it's like, and then I, and I can ask my ancestors to show me a sign and they will. And it's amazing how this happens. That's why even the movie uh, Wakanda, uh, uh, they was letting you know over and over, pray to your ancestors. But they see people think when they hear that word, they think ancient ancestors. Yeah, we might have some ancient ancestors looking out for us because we don't know them no more, but we know the ones that's here now, even though they are the ones from then because we've been traveling through time through our DNA. Our DNA has never left the planet. It's still here, popping up everywhere. But uh, in our own family, you ever notice multiple people in your family look just alike and act just alike, even though they different sets of uh, family members from different parts of the family? That is amazing to me how DNA works. It's making sure it's going to survive. So if your family don't have no more kids, if your son or whatever don't have no more kids, you're thinking the lineage is gone, but it's not, because that same DNA then popped up in another part of the family. But uh, hope is where you find it. I'm a silver lining cat, you know. Um, when you look at the Egyptian walls, they show him putting an unk into someone's mouth, and that's feeding him knowledge. Then they see the unk coming out of his mouth. That's him. Um, I'll in. I'll fly, bro. That's Go him. ahead, finish, Joe. I'm talking to this other guest. Hey, Joe, uh, Carl. Hello? Call in. Hey, go ahead and finish, man. I'm trying to get this guest oh, to call okay. in real quick. That's, that's, that's them saying. That's them saying you should always put life into your words. Like, I changed the word hard to challenging, crazy to amazing. Instead of saying, hello? Go to your your messenger, look at the flyer, and call me. Well, for those who are listening, uh, instead of saying, hey, that's going to be hard, how about, hey, that's going to be challenging? And it changed the dynamic of the whole situation. All right, let me find it. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was I was speaking on the image of them, uh, the, the unk coming out of the mouth, because they're saying we should always put life into our words when we speak. So I changed the word hard to challenging, crazy to amazing, because it is amazing to be that crazy. But instead of saying, hey, man, that's going to be hard. How about, hey, man, that's going to be challenging. It changed the dynamic and the energy that you put into your life and your words and what you think. They say what ways they weigh your heart against a feather. What weighs the heart down? Anger, madness, sadness, doubt, doubt, regret, remorse, fear, envy, jealousy, revenge. What makes your heart light as a feather? Love, sharing, giving. Forgiving, patting people on the back, counting your blessings, being an inspiration to others, love, sharing, because these emotions make your heart light as a feather. Hey, I, I learned, uh, before your guests come on, I, I learned something about history recently, and it kind of blew my mind, and I've been wanting to speak on it for a while now. I just ain't been able to catch up with you. But, uh, What's going on, brother? Hey, yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is my boy, Joe Knowledge. He's on Facebook. As uh, What's your name on Facebook? Sensei Bop, S-I-N-S-A-Y-B-O-P. He's also known as Joe Knowledge. You know, this has been my boy. He, this is the only brother I know that um, he met me five times for five different individuals. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's why I like talking to this brother because he's got a lot of knowledge. We sit down, we brainstorm. He's had a lot of information. Uh, this is my guest right here. I'm trying to manage, you know, we got to help these folks. This is what I'm talking about. I'm speaking about mental health. Check it out. Check it out. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up, Carl? What's up, Carl? Carl. Yeah, call on the off the call in on your regular phone, not no video. You got to go on the card. I sent you the flyer, right? Hang up your video. Look at and 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 try to write down the numbers. And call in, not no video. Okay, well, it's on your messenger. It's on your messenger. Okay, um, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to your. Uh, I'm gonna send it to your messenger again. You got to just take a pen down real quick, because I'm on the air right now, brother, talking to you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest is getting a writing pen so he can write down the number, so he can call in, because we're going to hear some potent stuff tonight. Some real, real, like, some real valid information, you know what I mean? Uh, I've seen a post one of my family members put up, you know, a close family, well, a friend of a family of a family of my friend of my family. That's my family. Uh, you ready? Huh? Yeah. All right, the number is 724-444-7444. That's a call-in number. Four 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 seven four four four. That's the first number you call. Then you enter the call code. That number is one three three five seven four pound key. 
Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics, Suki Fikeel. Huh? Seven two four. Four four four. Seven four four four. Now, it's one three three five seven four pound key. And then you hit one and then pound key. Oh, my God. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, y'all see what's cracking. This is America. Uh-oh, it's going down, y'all. Okay, use the first. Listen to this. Listen to me. Hear me out. Call the first number. Then when that call call me, you've got call come up, you push in one three three five seven four pound key. Then after pound key, after the one three three five seven four, you hit one and pound key, then you end on the call. You got it? That was confusing. Hit the first number. Right. Right. No, no. You got to hit one three three five seven four pound key, and then the next number you hit is one pound key. Pound key. All right, call in right now, brother. The world is waiting on you. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, this is Thompson Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Mental Health Night. What condition are you in when you're up under stress, when you're all alone? I'm going to have a guest to call in. I don't know what he's going to talk about. I don't know what he's going to say. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know tonight. You know what I'm saying? I, I, know, I think this guy is going through something. He was one of my brothers that came to the Brother to Brother Conference, men, black men discussion forum. He's the brother that actually broke down, you know, in tears. Uh, um, you know, he's a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? You never know what goes on in people's lives that's in these big high positions. You get what I'm saying? And and we got to actually kind of look out. It's kind of like who who are the security guards, right? Not always be leery about a security guard with a gun because he's capable of flipping out on a job. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'm going to trust this dude that's a security guard at this store. Like, he won't – he can't lose his mind. You get what I'm saying? So – those type of levels of situations that I'm bringing up because, like I said, I don't know what this guy going to talk about tonight. I'm just going to let him flow. And uh, I just really need people to listen to what he's talking about because uh, somebody got the same thing going on in their house. You feel me? And you might be able to get some help out the situation, 
with this brother telling his story. I don't know. He should have been in call by now. But uh, I know he's having difficulties uh, with the calling of uh, of the show, which I kind of expected it to happen because of the condition that he's facing. So, um, like I said, it's time for politics. It's C25CL.com. It's Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, it's been hot as hell out here in Los Angeles. I mean, hot. I'm not used to it. You can see probably I'm probably sweating right now. And, uh, hey, Joe, so what's up with your uh, son with this boxing thing, dude? Do you think your son is ready? Uh, yeah, he ready. He ready to get, uh, you know, somebody take a look at him. That's for sure. He hard, he hard wired for it. Muscles so hard, neck down, 100, 160 pounds. And, uh, man, he ready. Hey, well, 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 I got a little chance before your caller call in. I just wanted to share something with y'all on this history, um, search that I've been on. Uh, reason why they call me Joe Knowledge in the first place. Well, I'm going to just say this, what I discovered. Um, they were saying, like, you know how we always say, uh, we waiting on, they wait, people say the saying is, the, oh, the New World Order coming, the New World Order coming. Well, I've uncovered information that says we've been under the New World Order for the last 7,000 years. And I'm like, wow. I mean, it all makes sense to me now. Because I'm always a person who studies with a question mark in his head at some point. Well, if I can't answer it, I'll get back to it. If I can't answer it, I'll get back to it. And uh, it was a lot of questions that I was trying to understand because anytime something's being shoved down my throat, I'm always looking for the motive. I'm looking for what could be the opposite story of it or what, what's, what's the motive, right? Now, all of a sudden, I mean, I, mean, I promote Egyptian, uh, get down, I, I promote that, comedic science, and uh, I still stand by it. But I was wondering why. So many people were coming out the woodwork, shoving it down our throat from a certain point of view. So, and and, and it was just getting to me. And then I, I realized a lot of these people were uh, some kind of belonged to a fraternity, or they was Masons, or something, right? You know, different teachers and stuff. But at the same time, I'm enjoying that information, but I'm like skeptical because of who's giving the information and why is it so uh, uh, much in our face now? And all the music videos, you see Egyptian eyes and da da da, and they make it sound evil. But when I look at what the what the uh, symbols and stuff mean, they're not evil symbols. So I'm like, well, what's going on here? It's like everybody's trying to push this Egyptian gender. Like I feel like they're pushing it. Uh, along with they pushing Christianity down our throat, Islam down our throat. You know, there's been a lot of things that push down our throat. So I'm looking for what's what, where did this start? Like I'm always looking for the origins of things. And what I found out is that there's a documentary called Her Story to His Story, and it blew me away. They was you talking about watch the, you, you have to watch the film. You watch the film yourself. Yes, it's a part one, two, three, and four. And it gave, it filled in my blanks from so many different levels. It was ridiculous. But um, they was talking about how it went from a matriotic system to a patriotic system. 
And where it started, where patriotic system started at, was the first writing on papyrus, which later became paper. That's where his story starts at. Her story ends at with the first civilization called Norma, who uh, united the upper and lower kingdoms. Well, the upper and lower kingdom was Greece and Egypt. They the ones came together. That's why on the back of your dollar bill you have a pyramid with Greek writing. Hmm. They have an obelisk, an Egyptian obelisk, in every in, in front of every major European uh, building. They have an obelisk showing that Egyptian and the Greeks and the Europeans have been, have been united since the uh, seven thousand years. They call them dynasties. They've been running dynasties ever since back then. Well, how did we live before the dynasties were started? Hmm. This is where her story ends at, the, the big mother, the big mama, the Medea, when we all lived autonomously along the riverbank. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening, brother. Brother, man, that's what I was just, you know. Did he call in? Yeah, he, he's trying to, trying to call in now, man. That's what I was saying. I'm trying to get this brother on the phone. Oh, okay, man. yeah, 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 yeah. I'll continue the story, uh, the rest of it. You know, so I was just trying to. No, go ahead. Go ahead and finish, man. Go ahead and finish. Yeah, uh, we lived autonomously before any civilization. See, the first civilization of, of Egypt was actually the first America, the first melting pot, the first government, the first time you needed somebody to govern the mental of the people and sway the way they think. Before that, nobody needed help on thinking. Before that, we lived autonomously along the rivers, and they were showing rivers, and every continent has a major river running through it. And he was explaining the reason why everybody has a flood story, because a certain time of year, your river would flood. So it wasn't a worldwide flood. It just said everybody in the world had a river. You had a flood. The flood was created by rain. The rain would get hard, and the rain would flood. The rivers would overrun. So everybody had a flood story. That's why I was wondering why all these different stories from different cultures were matching up. I'm like, wait a minute. They got a flood story. Wait a minute. They got a flood story. The uh, the Khufu boat on the side of the Egyptian uh, pyramid is called the Noank, where they get the word Noah's Ark from, built for the flooding of the Nile, because the Nile would flood every once in a while. The Nile was built. The Nile is a river. The river would flood. They said we live. We were a gardening-based society before civilization. Thus, the Garden of Eden. We lived autonomously, automatically with nature, Mother Nature. Uh, they said uh, orange ain't running from you. In the background, they had dude running around chasing a chicken. He said the orange ain't running from you. He said only man put it in a package. It's already in a package. And they had a picture of the apple. I mean, the orange in a bag, but he had the orange still sitting standing there by itself. He said the orange is already packaged. They put a, a pretty color on it. He made it smell sweet to make sure you come eat it. He said if you open up an orange and put it in front of a baby, what that baby going to do? He's going to try to eat that orange. But if you put a, chi a baby chicken in front of the baby, what the baby going to do? He's going to try to play with it. And it, we are not automatically thinking to eat it. That is not automatic for us. We uh, we did our thing automatic with nature that, that, that was normal that – that we knew was normal, like, I'm going to eat this orange. It looked good. It smelled good. It look, it's it's got to be tasty. And we, we automatically had the instinct. Nobody has to teach us that we, we need to eat that. So we hey, live. My guest is here, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're going right. to hit him up real tough. Hold on a minute. What's up? What's up, Carl? You on the line? Yes, I am here. Thanks a lot for calling in, Carl. You know what I'm saying? This is my boy, Carl. Uh, he works for a law firm. He does a lot of great work in the community. Uh, I mean, you know, he's one of my boys, man. This dude done helped me out 
way before anybody in 2018. I was really impressed on how he helped me. You know what I'm saying? He, he took me to the water and he let me drink. You feel what I'm saying? He's one of them brothers that took me right to the water. He didn't, he didn't pour the water in my mouth. He let me take me to the water and he showed me how to fish. And I've been fishing ever since. So I just want to just let people know who this brother is. His name is Carl Smith. He's a wonderful brother, very smart and intelligent. He's a guy to know. Um, he's on my documentary, Compton Politics, Mental, Mental, Mental State of Mind. Um, uh, Carl, my boy on the, on the phone, this is uh, Joe Knowledge. You know what I'm saying? He's been spitting some knowledge about how to function up under distress when you're alone and stuff. Uh, and I just want to ask you some questions, you know. What is your feeling on the state of mind of being all alone up in the mental stress? And I know you dealing with a direct issues on the post-traumatic stress on a major level to the to a thousand level. You feel what I'm saying? And you're going to be speaking and people are going to be feeling what you're going through, you know what I'm saying? And not just only your story, you're speaking for everybody. So, uh, Carl, what do you have to say on mental health of what you go through as a person? Because whatever you speak about is going to help somebody. Okay, well, let's put it real simple. Uh, everybody, you know, I've got friends of mine that tell me I need to write a book. I need to write a book because of all the things that I've been through. And the one thing, the only thing, personally, that I can provide anybody is the ability to have discernment. Because, you know, I've had I've had brothers roll up on me, you know, talking about they're hungry. Okay? And so I learned this at a young age from my Uncle Richard. My Uncle Richard, if anybody ain't knowing, that's Little Richard, okay, Richard Penniman from Macon, Georgia. He grew up in the middle of nine children. And they were in Macon, Georgia. They were poor. He might have been the architect of rock and roll. But before that, they were poor. And so you're so, saying, so, so, so what I've said, I'm going to intervene sometimes. So what you're saying, the rock famous singer, Little Richard, is your family member? Yeah, it's my great uncle. Okay, you'll go ahead and finish telling the story. This was this is going to be pretty interesting. Come on with it. Okay, well, it's like this. When they was growing up in Macon, Georgia, every kid knew, out of all nine of them, one of them, was going to have what we call a hungry night. That's why if you ever meet my Uncle Richard, the first thing he's going to ask you, are you hungry? But why do he do that? May I ask you, why would he ask that? Why is that the first thing that he asks you? Because now he never has to worry about having a hungry night. Oh, so what and you're saying he, is your uncle, Little Richard, was the one always hungry way before everybody. Uh, well, no, he was one of them because it's like this. It, you know, they take turns. He grew up in a household, his mother, his father, and nine siblings. He was one of nine siblings. And so one of them every week was going to have a hungry night.
And oh, so, okay, I got you. Yeah, and so my Uncle Richard, first thing he's going to ask you when he meets you, you could be a perfect stranger. He's going to try to give you a book with an autographed picture in it and ask you, are you hungry? Okay. That's interesting. And That's interesting. That, yeah, well, that, that, that got ingrained in me. And so I'm going to give you an example. Um, I, was, I was coming from church one day, and this well-dressed lady walked up on me. I get out the Beamer, and she walks up on me. Excuse me, sir. Can you spare some change? I'm trying to get a loaf of bread. I said, no, 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 babe. Come on on in the store. I'll buy you a loaf of bread. And that's when she busted off on me with, oh, no, if you give me the money for the bread, I won't have the money for the bologna. I said, oh, you don't need the bologna. Oh, I don't? No, because you're already full of it. That was just calling her, but look, so look, yeah. so this is what I want to know. What is it, when you was at the conference that I gave, what made you break down, man? What really made you break down at that table like that? You know what I'm saying? I've always been wondering, when I've been watching this footage, what made you break down in tears, bro, at the uh, the brother-to-brother circle? You know what I mean? What really made you break down, man? Thinking about my father. You know, I mean, man, me and my father, we'd be sitting around cracking up laughing. Cracking up laughing. Me and my I mean, it's like, you know, I've been through so many things with my father. And for me to not have been around him all this time. I haven't talked, I'm 47 years old. I ain't talked to my father in seven years. He called me on my 40th birthday. And that's the last contact I had with him. And so other than that, I mean, the one thing that got on my nerves is he would never be speaking on anything positive. It's always like, who's screwing up? And, you know, I'm not, I I don't want to hear about that. And I'm not going to ear jack, and I'm not going to placate. I'm, I do, you know, if somebody's doing bad, they're doing bad, okay, you keep them in prayer. But don't be sitting there talking about, oh, yeah, so-and-so, so-and-so, and, and yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Man, miss me with that. Okay, that's asinine behavior. Who want to be sitting around? commiserating, you know, like that gets anything done. Doesn't get anything done. It's circumventive. So, you know, I would like to win me and my Huh? I say, I agree. Yeah, well, put it like this. I agree. That's what I was speaking on earlier before you came on and when I first got on the uh, phone line, it's about, uh, you know, focusing on things that weigh your heart down. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with people like that. They say, 
you know, in Egyptian time, they weigh your heart against a feather. And they say, what weighs your heart down? Anger, madness, sadness, doubt, regret, remorse, fear, envy, jealousy, revenge. What makes your heart light as a feather? Love, sharing, giving, forgiving, patting people on the back, counting your blessings, being an inspiration to others, because those emotions make your heart light as a feather. So when people come around me with that, with that weigh your heart down information, you know, things that weigh your heart down, you know, I don't want to focus on things that weigh my heart down. I don't. I don't. I, I well, focus no, on solutions versus problems. You know what I mean? Right. When you focus on the solution, the problem don't exist. Right. Well, so, you remember so the whole thing is. So the whole thing is, how do you get a person? How do you get a person that doesn't have the tools to do that? Somebody's tripping in the back. Somebody needs to do something with their phone. You know what I mean? How do you? Um, how do a person that don't have the tools like that, how do they work with themselves? How do they make it work? Right, but well, see, that's where that, best thing to do. Go ahead. Okay, best thing to do is to lead by example. Okay, Reverend Bishop Fulton Sheen said it best. You preach a better sermon with your life than with your lips. And so, yeah. therefore, when my father was comparing my brother, you know, to my brother, comparing my brother with me, he was like, why can't you be like Sweepy? Why can't you get good grades like him? Why can't you do this? Why can't, you know, why can't you be like Sweepy? And, you know, I had to pull my father to the side at 12 years of age and tell him, Hey, man, you know, growing a child, raising a child, is like growing a tree, okay? You plant a seed. You nurture it by watering it. Next thing you know, up comes a little sapling. What does that little sapling get? It gets braces on both sides. That's the mother and the father. And as that sapling comes up, one day those braces will fall away. But you can't grow a mighty oak if you keep chopping on it. You said you can't grow a mighty oak if you keep chopping on it. Exactly. I told my father that when I was 12 years old. And my father so, so, so exactly so exactly that's when you broke down at the brother to brother conference and, and I was trying to understand what was it that triggered you know triggered a grown man to you know to, to cry and break down in front of his peers like that. You know, it took a hell of a man to do that. You have to be, you know, a hell of a man to even want to distrust, you know, distrust. You know what I'm saying? You trusted who did you really as trust when you broke down like that? As a man before God, I'm not going to faint tears. I'm not going to hold in my feelings. And if it's something that hits me so emotionally hard that I cry, I'm a man before God. I am not 
afraid to cry. See, this is the one thing that a lot of men in our society today have a problem with. They think they got to have their chest out and got to be buff and tough and all that stuff. But they're not thinking about their own emotional stability. Right, right. Now now we get to the You don't hold that in. You don't hold it in. Hey, if it's something that can jerk a tear out of your eye, let it go. Let it flow. Don't think for a minute somebody going to be looking at you like you a punk. Because I wouldn't care if you did. Test me on that. Yeah, man, you know, that was, that was, you know, right there, man, you know, every time I look at that footage right there, man, it just touched me. And when I show people on how powerful uh, brothers, the brothers need to come together and just sit down and talk, I mean, what effect did that have on you after you left, after you went home? What did you think about, what did you think about that brother-to-brother circle? What did you get out of that? Tell me, can you tell me and tell the world what you really got out of that brother-to-brother sit down, talking to brothers you don't even know? There were some sisters at the table that supported us. I mean, the reason why I let the sisters be there at the table because I'm so tired of us leaving each other out, you know what I'm saying, on the most important things in life and what we really need to be talking about together. You know, it shouldn't be no judgment when we're talking about this type of stuff. And what did you really get from that, Mandy? Were you able to go home and love your wife more? Were you able to go home and look at yourself in the mirror? Uh, uh, What were you able to do from that? Yeah, well, uh, I got to be honest, man. I was just thankful. I was thankful to have been invited, number one. And number two, to hear some of the stories from some of the brothers and the sisters that were there. Okay? And when I was able to expound, it's like, you know, when when I'm telling people, you know, that's, that's I, I applaud you. I applaud you because you were forthcoming and genuine. And that, yeah, that is remarkable. Yeah, man. You I, know, I, I had put it like this. I went home on a cloud. It might have been on the 212, but I went home on a cloud. Yeah, man. You know, and it's so important, you know. And, and Joe, man, I hope you be at the next one. You feel what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Joe was supposed. To, Joe was actually supposed to be the speaker there. You know what I'm saying? But I just couldn't get a hold of Joe because he was going to spit some knowledge, you know, and just pass on some positive seeds to our folks. You know what I mean? I'm going to probably throw another one soon. I hope more people will come out to want to be part of change because one thing yeah. I know, uh, one thing I know that is, is the whole thing about change is is this being able to support yourself in a time of need when you're alone. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of people can't function or do anything. They feel on their own. You know what I'm saying? They think they need help. You know what I mean? It's like the drugs we take to take away our sickness. Um, the drugs is already inside of us already to fight off all the drugs that we, that we take already. That's why we're able to heal when we get cut and, 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 you know, take a pill to get a, lose a fever, 
and stuff like that because in our bodies, we, our bodies already have chemicals. You right. know what I'm saying? Defense, our bodies already right. have chemicals. You know what I'm saying? Our bodies already have chemicals in it to fight off everything that we really think we need to go get medicine for. You know what I'm saying? So what do you know about that, Joe, about the, already the chemicals in our bodies already to fight off drugs already? Well, that's what the, uh, all the, the, you know, the holistic doctors and the vegans and Dr. Sabi and all of them, they, uh, you know, he was the one curing, curing everybody of AIDS and leukemia and all kind of different stuff. And it was all based on your diet, um, uh, fasting. It was all involved around fasting. They said when you fast and cleanse your, your body, they say when the first day you eat fruit, uh, you eating vegetables, that's flushing you out. The second day you eating fruit, that's really flushing you out. They say you can end it with uh, uh, some smoothies, and then uh, after that, water to flush you out. And that's, that's flushing bacteria out of your body. And when the bacteria is fully flushed out of your body, your body immediately starts to heal itself. So right. a lot of people have done fasting and came back to the doctor. The doctor was trying to figure out what, what they did, like what they took. And they were, you know, you, you're, you're not showing signs of this and signs of that. But see, the body has a, a hard time fighting anything off because it's too busy fighting the things that you put in it. So, right. you know, and normal cell activity that would happen don't get a chance to happen because the chemicals are not getting to it to 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 react the response for the body to do what it's supposed to do because it's too busy in the stomach trying to fight off everything, giving us gas and the runs and all kind of stuff, you know, because it's all we're contaminating our own bodies, in other words. Right. Yeah, well, right, we, right. Hey, hey, well, hold on. Hey, bro, uh, I haven't met you yet. I'm Carl Smith. Uh, uh Hey man, put it like this: what you what you're touching base with, it's like when I see, because it's like my wife, oh, electric spanking of war babies. Okay, she's on TV, like when she wakes up, she's like you know just, oh, I gotta turn to my program. Don't don't mess with her program. It could be a commercial, and the commercials <laughs> that I see. Hey, I'm the not commercial. trying to laugh, but boy, that is so funny. You said she <laughs> say, "Don't turn on my program," and it's a commercial, right? And so wow. when I'm hearing, like, you know, do you suffer from blah blah blah? Well, try blah blah. Uh, side effects may include, damn, uh, 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 when they get to the side effects, I'm like, good lord. What do I want to take that pill for? Right. That have had me more messed up than I was. Uh, and anyway. See, and see, I study, I study the etymology of words as well and the power that, that are within them. Just in the word program itself tells you what they're doing to you. They're programming you. Uh, right. Um, you know, and so therefore you have to watch what you feed your soul at the same time, and that's mind, body, and soul. So even the right. visual intake, the food intake, you know, if a person mm -hmm. only watch football, guess what he's going to talk about? Football. If a person football. only reads the Bible, he's going to talk about the Bible. But when you, you, you study the origins of everything, then, hey, now you have a, a wide variety of things to, to open your mind up to, which is, which is, which, which is infinite. 
which is when you realize that everything is infinite. You know what I'm saying? Everything is infinite right. and, and, and tangible and possible. And it's just a beautiful right. thing, you know, waking up and, and knowing thyself, if you will. Um, like like putting power into our words. You know, I changed the word hard to challenging, crazy to amazing, because it is amazing to be that crazy. And when I hear people say, oh, man, that's going to be hard. How about, hey, man, that's going to be challenging. It's the same word, but uh, same situation, but we change the way we, the dynamic of it. You know what I'm saying? We change exactly. the way we look at things. You know, a lot like of this, times you like can't this. change the situation, but you can change the way you look at it. So not only do you right. lead by example, but your words also can speak by example, meaning you have the power right. in words to, 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 they call them spelling words. So basically what we do with words is we cast spells, whether you realize it or not. We go to grammar school. The word grammar is synonymous with grammar and glamour. What does glamour mean? Mean meaning hypnotized, meaning um so you're so glamorous, you know, you you in a in a trance, you hip it's hypnotic. So words can become what? Hypnotic. That's why people like Hitler and them can control millions with what words. So we have to be careful how we use our words. You know, I say Everything right. we say can either uplift, mislead, or beat down. So what are we doing with our words? That's why I changed hard to challenging, crazy to amazing. Right. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is C25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. Tune in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every night, every day. Uh, you can get the app on your phone. Get the app. Get T25CL.com app on your phone. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, you can play 24-hour music. We play 24-hour music. We sell independent artist music. We, we show, show movies. It's a black-owned company. T25CL.com Galaxy Entertainment. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We are live tonight. We got Carl Smith and we got Joe Knowledge on the line. We're speaking on mental health being alone and with a mental health crisis, what could you do? What are you supposed to do? Who could you call? Who do you, you know what I mean? Who do you depend on when it comes to those crises? Um, Carl, I know that, you know, you're, you're not, you know, you're like you're speaking on your wife and, you know, you deal with a lot of different things every single day. You know, you're one of those guys that actually is in the pit. You're in the lion's den every day. Anything can happen at any time. I mean, how do you, as a brother, I mean, how do you how are you how are you able to support um, your wife up under those circumstances? You get what I'm saying? Because it takes okay. a hell of a man. Let me explain. Let me it explain. takes a hell of a man to 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 deal with that post traumatic stress when it's to the ten thousand level. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. You know I'm. Mean, let me explain. How do you, let me go explain. Ahead. Number one, as a man before God. I see nothing insurmountable. I see nothing that's going to get in my way. And yes, my wife is afflicted. Yes, she has manic episodes. Mm. But as a man before God, I first bind the power of Satan, who she calls out to all the time. 
Wow. I bind that power. I bind it. I bind it. I let him know. You got to step through me first. Mm. That's deep, bro. And so, therefore, I've watched my wife make leaps and bounds. Okay? Mm. Uh, You know, we got the man cave down here. Competition series, pool table, flat screen TVs. And, oh, air conditioning. Oh, she'll come down here in a heartbeat. Like, let's shoot some pool. We have a better relationship today because I trust in the Lord to guide me. Amen. How I deal with her. And so, therefore, when we talk, you know, when she started talking about that, I'm watching my program. <laughs> Girl, that's a commercial. But. <laughs> <laughs> that is so I'll back, funny. I'll back up off of it. I back up off of it and I'm like, all right, go on, go on and watch your program. Don't let me be watching mine. Oh, the Super Bowl can be on. She's going to stand in front of the TV. You need to go get this and get and that and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, baby, 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 watch again. Watch again. Watch it again. Baby, baby, move out of the way. She'll turn the TV off. No, you're going to listen to me. I'm like, okay. All right. So I'll take the time. I'll take the time to say, okay, what is so important that you ain't going to let me watch the end of the fourth quarter? And she'll tell me. Now, of course, I want to tell her. I could give a damn. What the man? You could have told me that after the game. But you have to be attentive to people's needs. Right, of course. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what, brother? And that's really unconditional love that you got for your wife, man. And I commend you as a brother, because the average brother would have been unless a person up under those circumstances, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's oh. like, I mean, did you, can I, I mean, you know, I'm going to go deep. And like I said, this comes from politics. Did you know she was like that before you married, married her? Did you marry her up under those circumstances? Or did it just come yeah. after you got with her? No. How did that occur? No, 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 no. You don't just, you don't just go to Vegas like, oh, go get married. <laughs> no. You better know who it is that you're walking in, 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 you know, stepping in the ring with, okay? Because the fact right. of the matter is, I mean, I had our own family telling me, dang, you swallowed a big pill, homie. And I was like, oh, that's okay. That's true love, bro. I got a deep throat. Yeah, I swallowed a big pill. And other than that, she loved my dirty draws. That's good, brother. Yeah. That's so good, man. I can it's you, like, man. Now, see, it's like this. As a man before God, I would be, I feel personally, I would be less of a man if I was to be like, 
Oh, and, and, oh she can go to hell. And, and the size of the out. pill, the size of the pill belongs to the eye to beholder. Exactly. But I'd be less of a man. I'd be less of a man. Walk away. The size of the pill belongs to the eye to beholder. For him, right. it was small. It was easy to do. It was the right thing to do. It was smart to do. It was it was it was the loving thing and godly thing to do. To, to other people, they going, oh man, that's a big pill, but it's only big to the eye to beholder. Just like I said, a problem only belongs to the eye to beholder. Right, right, right. right. I mean, I, I had everybody telling me, had everybody telling me, man, you can do better. You should get a divorce. Now, hold on. When I took vows before God, I didn't take vows to you that's going boo-hoo. I didn't take vows to (laughs) you over there that wants to try to say something bad about my wife because she didn't treat you right. I took vows before God as I looked that woman in the eye. And so therefore, I don't care what anybody has to say about it because it was my decision before God. And so anybody don't like it, well, (laughs) I really don't care. Well, problem only exists in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, man, you know, like I say, man, I really commend you for, you know, in a way, saving one of our sisters in a way, you know what I'm saying? Because she could have got with the wrong person, and they could have misused her and took advantage well, of her. That's, you know hey, saying? that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, my wife is 51. I'm 47. And she's been mistreated in every relationship she was in. She done got her butt beat many a time. Okay, for acting out. I wanted to show her because when I met my wife, I was coming back from a funeral of one of my family members. And when I met my wife, she was sitting on a curb talking about there is no God Mm. because of what she was going through. And I couldn't I couldn't help. I couldn't help myself. The Lord came over me, and I stopped. And my, I had my homeboy next to me. He was like, hey, man, don't mess with her. Hey, dog, hey, dog, hit me on the arm. Hey, dog, hey, dog, don't mess with her, man. She dangerous. And while she's sitting there screaming at the top of her lungs, just out in public, just acting a fool. There is no God. It's because she was going through some things. Uh, DCFS took one of her children, who happens to be in my house right now, laying up on the couch, chilling. Now, while she's sitting there talking about that, there is no God. The Lord came over me. And I stopped. I knelt down. I looked her in the eye. I said, yes, there is a God. And my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is compelling me to show you. Man, that girl must have shut up 
and looked at me. I kept on walking. Went back to my pad and ate my food. And she was, like, looking around for me ever since. <laughs> so next thing you know, and she's like, why don't you come to my house? I was like, okay. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, I'm glad to see the progression of yeah, yeah. what has transpired. I'm glad to see the progression because, see, the first time that I went to Edmund D. Edelman Children's Court, I went as the fiancé. But then the next time after that, I came back as the stepfather and husband. So look, and so, so, the so that transitioning, so that so that transitioning for you from meeting her, seeing something that sparked her life, that she believed in somebody again, all over to to where you the fiance. Yeah, man, to I got to pick up for two pizzas, uh, and I can't beer. Uh, that'll be fifty nine seventy five. Uh, who's paying for this shit? Hold on a minute. Let me, uh, <laughs> hold on. <a> minute. <laughs> hey man, hey man, we might have to let this dude talk, but I like these people coming in like that. So we're gonna give him a moment and let him do his thing. He's from Tech, from probably from South Texas. So we're gonna check him out, y'all. This kind of politics, this will go down. Oh yeah, I got a cousin in Texas. So I want to hear this. Yeah, I'm trying to get him in, man. We got to hear this. Yo, yo, who is this on the line from South Texas? Yo, man, I had the, uh, uh, that. Say what? Oh, he hung up. See, that's what I'm saying. You you know, you can't be afraid, man. You got to just let these people talk. You know, <laughs> I don't know where you call them from, but, hey, thank you for calling in from Texas. I appreciate that. I told you, Compton Pop is Yeah, I got a Oh, my God. Huh? Yeah, but I'm sorry to put an interruption. Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is T25CL.com. Please get the app on your phone. Seriously, you will not regret it. Uh, It's a 24-hour radio station. We play. If you got music that you need to get played, you need to sell your music. Come to our platform. We can sell your music for you worldwide. People from all over the world about your music. If you got movies that you're just not doing nothing with, you need to put it on a platform to have people come check out and pay five ninety five to watch your movie, your film, whatever you got. Uh, even if you want your own radio show on our network, you know, get at me. You know, maybe we can work something. You know, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? It's real simple. Um, I just want to thank my guests for calling in. You know, Carl, you don't have to call in. I appreciate it. I think I think Joe for calling in. You know, this was all really last minute today. I went to these brothers today and I asked them, y'all call in because a certain situation happened where it kind of moved me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm yeah, working I mental Go ahead. I can, feel I can feel that. But, I mean, here's the whole thing. Like, for instance, when I was trying to to get into the show, and here's my wife, because I turned the light on in the living room, and my stepson and my wife are, like, you know, on my couches. And she's like, you're interrupting my program. There's a damn commercial. Can, can you mute that for a second so I can find this number? <laughs> 
And she was well, like, you know what, man? But, you know, Joe, um, could you spit a little knowledge about how they can use some tools that they don't have? How do you use the tools for yourself that you don't have? You know what I'm saying? How do you, you hear me? How do you use the tools for yourself that you don't have? Uh, I'm not understanding the question. Well, I'm going to put it like this. How can you fix yourself? I have the answer. How can you fix yourself? How can you fix yourself, really? How can you fix yourself up under? Well, 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 with me, it's like this, okay? I always say, you know, in previous shows, what's older, the writer's on stone or the writer's on paper? The writer's on stone. That's why I'm a stoner and the truth will set you free. But as I study the stones, it's like I'm talking to a psychiatrist because it's waking me up to my the power of my ancestor. Ancestor, somebody that moved on today, yesterday, or back in the day. It's telling me who I am, 360 degrees of vision and understanding. You know, we can see things that most people can't see. And, I mean, it's just so enlightening. And when you know that you can call on one of your family members for the strength and courage that they're known for, man, it's so powerful. When you when you rely on your on the on the who you think gonna look out for you more a spiritual energy that knows you and love you or somebody you never met before in a name that's made up I'm just saying um, um, it, it is so much like I said when I get by myself after I'm going through I mean I be going through a lot and then I just I have to go take a walk by myself be or be by myself and I say my prayers to my ancestors and I ask them for guidance and help and and anything that I need and even if I wanted to show them a sign one time I did that and yes I got one. They are there. When you realize you're not alone, it takes a, the burden of knowing that you're in this world alone. You know, everybody thinks, you know, some you lose a loved one. You don't lose nobody. You can't kill a spirit. A spirit never dies. You gain more spiritual power. You know, uh, somebody else to look out for you, keep you safe, open up doors, whisper to you. Not everybody, not all the voices in your head is yours. You know how you know the difference? Because everything they say be 150% correct. You know, they say paying your tithes in the, in the comedic science are our way of life, our African way of life, we say paying your tithes is giving back to man, plant, and animal. Food, water, shelter, a glass of water, a jacket, a place to sleep, or just being an inspiration to others. Because the God is, is the almighty, all existent, everything, so that's equivalent to giving back to God. But when those individualized expressions of the all think about the good you did for them, they sending you that good karma, whether you're alive or dead. That's why we celebrate life. We don't say bad karma to our loved ones. Down south got it right. They have a party. They have a parade. The Buddhas got it right. They build an altar. They put a picture of their loved one, and, and some, a picture to, uh, uh, to remind them, I mean, uh, They'll find an item and put it next to the picture to remind them something funny of them so they can send that good energy. Even the pharaohs had it right. They didn't want you to see them dead. When they came out, it was like pimp my casket because they wanted your last seconds of life to be in awe. So when you hear somebody say they show was laid down nice, hey, that's it. That's what it is. You send that good energy. And when you know you send a good energy and you get on that positive feather, my eyes feeling, your heart is light as a feather, you mean you, you, it's nothing. You're unstoppable no matter what situation you're in. I don't care where you're at. Uh, happiness is where you find it. Happiness is within. Happiness comes before uh, necessity. See, people is relying on material things. Like, if I get this car, I'll be happy. But what happens when that car breaks down or gets stolen or impounded and you don't got that car no more? You know what I'm saying? Or repossessed, whatever the case may be. And now what, you sad again? 
So, you know, first of all, only thing wrong with the world is the way people look at it. You change the way you look at it, you change the world. You know, they say every seven years we have a different outlook on life. They say if we was one, we had a different outlook at seven. We were seven, we had a different outlook at 14, 21, so forth and so on. And at each stage, we thought it wasn't too much more to learn in life. So what I tell people is don't get stuck in a time period when it comes to studying history. What's older, the writers on stone or the writers on paper? Because, see, man wrote on paper. But the truth is written in stone, and it's about, the, it's about Mother Nature. That's why they call it Mutt the Milky Way, the uh, uh, mother, all of that, all them words is, is stemming from one source, which is the things being birthed into existence with a duality, with the male and male and female essence. Male represents destruction, whether you know it or not, and the female represents birth, like a a, a force in nature as far as volcanoes or. Or, or earthquakes, those are male forces in the world, whereas uh, butterflies and, and, and pretty waterfalls, who is that decorating the house? That's Mother Nature decorating the house. It's a woman's, it's a woman's house. And before anybody became civilized in, in Egypt, or the first civilization, which we now call the first America, the first melting pot was in Egypt, uh, 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 the, the first government, the first time they needed literature and people to sway their thoughts before they had to govern the mental of people, we all live autonomously with the big mother, the big Medea, the big mama. We respected our mama. The original throne was the mama's lap because every king had to sit on the throne in order to be alive in this world to get that milk. So she represents the original throne. That's why Isis, Horus is sitting on Isis' lap. That's why Mary, uh, Jesus is sitting on Mary's lap and so forth and so on. It's about 12 other religions that share the same ideologies because it's all coming from the same source, what's written in stone. It just took in and, and changed with different languages and, and different uh, outlooks, if you will. But that's why I say trust in man's word, hey, but what's written in stone it kind of precedes all of that because it tells you so much about what's really going on. It's like putting on the glasses they live, and it gives you a different outlook on the, and a vision on life. And it puts it puts you in that feather of my eye where you stop being depressed, where you stop, you know, uh, realizing that it, it, it's not an evil force that's making this person act that way. It's ignorance, you know. It's ignorance. It's not knowing the okay. truth about who they who they are. Okay, well, hold on, I gotta I gotta stop you there. Because the fact of the matter is, okay, my wife is 51 years old. She's diagnosed, clinically diagnosed, paranoid schizophrenic, okay? Now, my wife is brilliant. And when I say brilliant, she comes up with ideas that are just so Amazing. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, baby, hey, I got people for that. <laughs> Let's <laughs> move on it. Let's move on it. And that's when she wants to. Oh, no, no, I want to watch my program. What? Girl, we could be walking red carpets. What are you talking about? Let me move on that. And so it's like, you know, you got to you got to go with the ebb and flow. You know what I mean? Because I mean, my wife she'll come up with some stuff that's just so I mean, astronomically 
brilliant. And that's you what know, original I'm, history is about her and how she is that, exactly that. She, they could tell what, what seeds to plant, when to plant them, which one was fertile. They were, they were the, the first gardening almanacs were written by women, by the way. And we lived, the original Garden of Eden was when we were all living in a garden-based society. We didn't eat meat. The first royal families and secret societies were the first hunting parties. These people came down and convinced people to eat meat, and now you had to buy them for the meat because women couldn't hunt like the men. So now this is the first uh, uh, royal family. This is the first people who got rich off of convincing people to eat meat. Even the animals, they even got evidence that uh, ancient animals didn't have carnivorous teeth, saying that they was not meat eaters. They were eating plants and all of that. Later down the line, uh, when hunting got started, even deserts was created behind hunting because they offset the ecosystem. Like this, this particular animal got hunted into extinction, but that animal used to eat these leaves. Then its, its poop used to fertilize the land for this tree, that tree, and those plants over there. So when you eliminated that animal that used to eat that plant, now, now, now the poop ate there to keep feeding the plant. Now them plants died, and the other animals that was eating that plant, now they dying off. So they ended up creating deserts. So when they talk about the tropical rainforest that was in the Sahara Desert, yeah, it used to be. But the hunting parties up north, uh, uh, so-called up north, um, uh, hunted that area into a desert land, which allowed the wind to start blowing, which created sandstorms, which messed up uh, uh, the Sahara Desert. And they created deserts all over the place. Yeah, everywhere yeah, that they man, this is like the goddamn uh, Sahara Forest. Uh, there ain't no trees there no more either. Hey man, that's that Texas guy, man. Oh, yeah, and, and just like now where we standing at now, can you name the natural animals that used to live right here where we standing at? Wherever you standing at, can you name the natural animals that used to be here? I can't. I'm here right here in LA, and I couldn't tell you what animals used to run around here because they're not here no more. You know, they, now we're eating fake foods because the animals and trees that we used to rely on, see, God provided everything for us for free. They said in a garden-based society, there was no wars. Every, there was no stealing. They said if you was hungry, you just walked up and got an orange off the tree. The orange ain't running from you. Matter of fact, it's already in a package. Only man put it in a package. The orange ain't running from you like that chicken. They said if you put that orange in front of a baby, the baby going to eat the orange. You put a chicken in front of the baby, the baby going to play with the chicken. So we're out of where we have fell out of the garden of eating of eating off, off off what God provided for us, and now we're eating all this artificial stuff because we are, we're, we're actually the fell from grace. This is the whole, they said the first, the, when they talk about the wars of the angels in, in heaven, they were actually talking about the gender wars that happened before so-called civilization, and man started rewriting uh, civilization. Even when they talk about Norma United Lands, that was written 100 years after it supposedly happened. This, they saying this guy probably never even existed. And the Greeks wrote about it, so the all the information we got on that came on papyruses from the Greeks. So, so we don't even know if these people existed. They said this is how you could tell when somebody was injected as a as There's a no such thing as natural animals. All animals are natural. They said they said how you could tell somebody was a concept and not an actual person because the names of the people were actually statements. You know, like if you say Jesus means the anointed one, you know, that's a statement. And they said how you can know that they were statements and not people. He said they don't have a last name. When you have a last name, you have a lineage, you have a heritage, you can betray. You have, you have, you know, we know who you are. But when you don't have a last name like Isis, Osiris, Horus, 
Zeus, Jesus, Moses, Peter, Paul, uh, uh, all these different names, Buddha, uh, Jehovah, they don't have no last name. But when you look up the origins of the names, you realize they are statements. But people are taking their face values and making people out of something that was really meant to be a statement. That's why the English language is the, the only language you have to look up the root word to find the true meaning of it. That's why they say the Europeans speak with a forked tongue. In court, they, treat, they speak true English. In school, they don't teach that. That's how you got to have a lawyer to look over your, your contract because now he's an English major. he got to make sure that their ofs and the isas is in the right spot because that sentence can say what you want it to say, but if the Words ain't lined up correctly, it cancels out the sentence. And now, okay, let's slow down there because you're talking to a lawyer. Okay, and that, that is, is a good first name right there. Pardon? Hey, you might want to get rid of that uh, Texas call, they like uh, trolling. No, uh, hey, no, 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 I'm just a nigger. What? Hey, man, okay. I don't understand what's going on. It's just one of them things tonight. We're going to roll with it, bro. Let's just keep on talking, homie. Okay, all right. Well, now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take over here, okay? I live in Southern California, okay? I live in Southern California with my wife. I've got my stepson out here. And other than that, oh, uh, I like to think that I live a very decent life. And other than that, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat, placate, any of that. I'm not going to try to guide you wrong, okay, because my office is all about getting you everything that you deserve. Know that. Know that. You don't have any reservation whatsoever in coming to my office or we'll come to you. When you see the commercial, I think that explains everything. Because I've been... You got this graceful... What? Hey, man, check this out. This is what we're going to do, man. Uh, we ain't going to let this Texas call interrupt our call. Uh, I kind of like... Um, you can build them. Yeah, let them live right now, but they keep hanging up, coming back in and out on their own. Uh, so I don't know how this technology is letting them do that, but uh, we really okay, get really hey, into Hey, I, I, I ain't mean to clown. I ain't mean to clown, though. I ain't mean to clown, but whoever that was that was coming in trying to talk trash on the Texas car, uh, you know that 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 sound like you know. Let me check it out. Hold him up, yo yo. Who's this from from South Texas? Ah, uh, what the fuck, man? Don't unmean me. Why why you want the entertainment value? Oh come on now, come on, mute me out. Come on, what the hell is wrong, y'all? Hey, 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 h
Yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about. <laughs> all right. But serious time. Uh, you get mad now because uh, you know, we, we got to have your support now. Call the operators to stand the by. He's broken in half. Stop the goddamn match. Enough's enough. Uh, hey, number one, number one, put it like this. I had to take goddamn out my vocabulary. Okay? I had to knock that shit the fuck off. Oh, hey, yes. Hey, hey, call, 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 call. We ain't going to cuss yeah. on this line. We're going to respect anybody on the line. We don't cuss, and we're hey, going to respect. But no, I'm just thing. saying, I'm just saying, I had to knock that shit off. Okay? I don't need to be cussing all the time. Because, oh, I got enough to cuss. But, but whoever that was <laughs> called in, shit. Knock Yo. it off. Look, check this out. This is what we're going to do. This is something politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, I just got a message in and said, this message says, this is a code they can put in. They can interrupt your call automatically because they can unmute your themselves. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just the okay. technology out here, man. Anybody want to talk? Have something that's to say. Have hey, something to hey, say. Hey, call, call, call. I'm going to end up muting you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Right, you got to chill out. Back off in America. Hey, look, but look, we ain't going to bite on what they're doing. We're going to learn what not to do. With Elvis in the building. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, no, you didn't say it. I ain't going to swear no more. I promise. Mm-mm. Elvis is in the building. I'm going to clean my act up. Mm-mm. Yeah, hey, this is hey, what happens, like y'all. Hey, 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 no hey, yo, yo, hey, let me ask you a question. Where you calling from, old buddy? South Central L.A.? Will you call me, uh, buddy? I, I tell you, I, uh, I'm saying, you, you might vote crazy. Well, I, where you calling from? I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm about like Chicago. Chicago, you live in Chicago. Oh, 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 homie in Chicago. My, my family from Chicago. Grandma, uh, maybe, maybe no joke right there, man. Uh, I, I live right above, over on the south side, right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because other than that, oh, man. My whole family from Chicago. <laughs> well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to end this show tonight. Uh, Joe, is there any last words you'd like to say? Carl, uh, uh, um, is there any last words you'd like to say to the community, to the world? about change, about hope, opportunity, don't give up, because uh, I'm not going to let this guy keep on interrupting my show. This is the first time this ever really happened. It's all good. Okay. But let you well, no, no, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to put it down just the way it needs to be. First and foremost, seek your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's number one. You thank him for every day. (laughs) And on top of that, out of all the things that you go through, because we all go through something. We all go through something. And you might be thinking to yourself, oh, man, I'm about to go smoke this mother. 
No, hey, no, hey, Carl. I done told no, you, bro. You're no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Ask the Lord first. Because vengeance belongs to God. Man. And so when you have situations that feel like they're wearing you down. God damn it. God pray damn it. About. God damn it. God damn it. You go. God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, bro. Now you got to hey, 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 bro. Look, look, look. This is what we're going to do. You got to hurry up when I'm going to get off this line, homie, on some real stuff. You know what I mean? Right, I'm keeping my composure. Right. Well, hold on, hold on. Whoever that zip damn fool is, look, is the bro, one be talking about, God damn it, God damn it. No, no, no. Knock that off. Knock that off. Are you kidding me, nigga? Why are you even fucking doing that shit, nigga? Uh, uh, hey, see? Carl, I'm going to go off this line. Zip damn Zip damn fool. Now, Carl, hey, no. Carl, yeah, Carl. Yeah. I'm gonna get off this line, homie. All right, I'm gonna get bro. off my line, bro. Cause you, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna get off this line, bro. Oh, I gotta what? get off. Did I set something off? Because I don't represent. I, I don't represent. Look, look. But I don't represent custom politics. I don't bite on people. Don't bite on these people. That's what I'm trying to no, tell you. No, I'm not trying to bite on nobody. But if you cannot reciprocate in a positive manner. Then why do you even open your mouth? But just check this out. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm the host of Company Politics. That's why I let them in here and let them do that. You know what I'm saying? Let the, it ain't even about why they do it. Okay, it's well, like I do. said, this is what they do. Like I, hey, like I said, you preach a better sermon with your life than your lips. And so, if all you can do is iterate. They bury Jesus up in this motherfucker and go ten counting upside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, you don't have Joe, anything positive Joe, to say. Joe, what do you got to say? What's your last words, Joe? Oh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, just focus on the silver line and the solution. A problem only exists in the eye of the beholder. Nothing bad ever happened in your life. The only thing bad happened, you turned around, looked back, and said it was bad. That was a choice. Whatever it was, we made it through. Every day is Christmas. We have a Christmas tree full of gifts for the first five seconds of our day. And that's when you wake up, sit up, stand up, touch, taste, sight, see, hear, feel, walk, run. And if you're doing any of that, hey, man, because everybody ain't free the next day. Everybody ain't alive the next day. Everybody ain't walking the next day. So if you're doing all of that, hey, you on. And just, hey, focus on the next day and take the good to the front and leave the bad where it is. Just like when you focus on the good traits of your family, it empowers you. But if you focus on the bad traits, it depowers you. That goes the same thing with history and life. When you focus on the good traits of history and life, hey, that's what you get. You focus on the bad traits of life and history, well, hey, if that's what you focus on, I say change what you focus on. You change your world. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Like I say, this is Compton Politics. Yeah. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Hold on. Oh, my you God. You like the So this is what we're going to do. We're going to end this show right now as we, as I'm speaking. This is Compton Politics, teaching Podcast. West is Galaxy Talk Radio. Sorry for this interruption of this racist son of a biscuit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to excuse me and my little... Supposed to hold my composure on this radio show, but sometimes no, I have no, no, no. Hold on, Zell. Hold on, Zell. Hold on, Zell. Hold on, Zell. Call, 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 call. Just I'm finna end my Pray. show. Ain't nothing else. Look, pray, bro. 
pray oh, I'm doing that. for that oh, caller. I'm doing that. Pray for that oh, caller. Yeah, we're going to play, yeah. but I'm going to play off my line. Cause no, I don't no, to... I said, yeah. oh, oh, right. that's the solution. Oh, right. <laughs> for that caller. Oh, oh, right. Because she needs the Lord in her life. There's something that is not right with her life. And so, therefore, the only thing to do humanely is not to shun her, not to ostracize her, it's to pray for her to seek deliverance from whatever it is that is harming her soul. And that's all I have to say tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anything harming nobody's soul. I just think there's some damn fools because they hacking at people's radio shows all the time. This is not the first time they're doing They do this all the time. You feel what I'm saying? So it's And like I said, and like I said, pray for them. You only got to pray one time to listen to your show. If they're hacking into your show. Matter of fact, um, I don't. All right, now I have to be about. To, I have to mute him too. You know what I mean? So let's put this out. Let's put this out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord bless everyone who has been involved in this event. May they find more productivity, more success. You guys have not. And may they find some form of security upon what it is that is ailing them. Anyone who has had a bad word to say. Lord, soften their heart and make them realize. Realize, recognize, and let go of whatever it is that is ailing them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We live. I'm going to listen to this school one more time because I got the what they are. Yeah, this is crazy, but it's all good. Like I said, this is my first time this happened on my radio show. Sorry for the interruptions, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, sometimes you don't have control of what goes down out here in this media. So uh, I'm going to end my show with a thank you call for calling in. You know what I mean? I'm going to let them say what they want to say. Hold them up. Here they go, y'all. This is day show right now. Come on. Politicians. There ain't no politicians. There ain't no politicians. There ain't no politicians. There ain't no politicians. Hey.
Yeah, so like I say, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CO.com. You got us to talk radio. I just want to... How um, would you like friends with that nigga? God damn it. Mm-hmm. I just want to just thank everybody for tuning in to the show tonight. This was wonderful. I thank everyone. Thank you for tuning in, um, supporting Compton Politics. Sorry for the interruptions. Sorry for the mayhem. Um, Thanks for my guest, Carl Smith, and my boy, Joe Knowledge, for calling in at the last minute. If you are recording the call, use it as, as evidence. So I guess somebody remembers. Hold on. Here we go, y'all. This is what we can go here on this conference. Hold on. If you like this recording, show your support. One nine thousand K uh, blah, blah, blah. Be with the starting players in New uh, Chicago. Amen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> politics. Five, four, three, two, one. We down, we gone. Compton Politics. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.